Does he even like Feta? And he's like the son of this huge Greek god. <laughs> Does he even like Feta? I don't like Feta. I didn't know where that was going in the beginning. I was like, what? <laughs> Welcome to BYOB, the Bring Your Own Book podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Nikki. And today we're doing our second part of this three-part childhood favorites mini-series. Today's episode, we're going to be focusing on the first book in the Percy Jackson and the Olympian series, The Lightning Thief by Rick Riordan, or as Uncle Rick, as many people on the internet like to call him. (laughs) He seems like a nice guy, so I'll let him have that nickname. (laughs) Joining us on this episode is our favorite, not Auntie, but Tilly. (laughs) We can call you Aunt Tilly if you want. (laughs) You can call me whatever you like. (laughs) Uncle Rick, Aunt Tilly. (laughs) Perfect. We're married. (laughs) There could be worse people to be married to. Yeah. Very successful man. (laughs) Yeah. Loves kids, loves writing books for kids. What could go wrong? (laughs) I'm sure he's lovely. Anyways. (laughs) Nikki, before I ruin this episode even further. (laughs) Oh, no. Would you love to read the synopsis for this delightful read for everyone? You're darn tootin', I would. (laughs) You're darn tootin'. Okay. Percy Jackson is about to be kicked out of boarding school again, and that's the least of his troubles. Lately, mythological monsters and the gods of Mount Olympus seem to be walking straight out of the pages of Percy's Greek mythology textbook and into his life. And worse, he's angered a few of them. Zeus's master lightning bolt has been stolen, and Percy is the prime suspect. Now Percy and his friends have just 10 days to find and return Zeus's stolen property and bring peace to a warring Mount Olympus. But to succeed in his quest, Percy will have to do more than catch the true thief. He must come to terms with the father who abandoned him, solve the riddle of the oracle, which warns him of betrayal by a friend, and unravel a treachery more powerful than the gods themselves. Dun, so, dun, much. Dun. so much. So <laughs> much. There's a all. lot. Yeah, there's a lot that happens in this book. Yeah. <laughs> Jam the adventure. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Why don't we I guess I can start. Sure. Did was I the only one who had never read this? No, I hadn't read it either. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Cuz I'm like, wait a sec. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I'll go first, I guess. <laughs> I gave this a 4 to 5 because I had never read this. I think I tried once before and I got to like chapter two and then I got distracted by other things in my life and I was like, I'll read this later. Right. Um, It was a lot of fun. It was like a lot of hijinks on the run. So-and-so is in disguise. Like it gave me kind of (laughs) Scooby-Doo vibes, but also like (laughs) um, a series of unfortunate events just because of like Count Olaf in those stories is always in a disguise and the kids are like, wait, it's you, you know? Mm. And I kind of got that with the Furies and other creatures that were like magically 
transform to fit in with like the rest of the humans and everything um but yeah i had a lot of fun there was a lot of like action scenes i loved meeting all the different characters from greek mythology and how rick kind of saw them and what he wanted to do with them right it was super fun and i would have totally been into this as a kid because i loved greek mythology i watched hercules all the time i don't know why i didn't read this as a kid but i had a good time and i'm like what the heck's gonna happen next because i don't even remember he's going to school I don't even know what's going to happen next year. There was not a real, like, you know, clue as to what's going to happen next, I feel like. I mean, he's got right. a... I think there's some quest they mentioned, maybe. But um, maybe I'm just losing my mind. But I had a good time, and I don't well, know where... At the end, Luke is like, yeah, I'm working with Kronos. And then he just leaves. Yes. So that's, like... <laughs> Pretty big foreshadowing. <laughs> yes. So, like, you know something's going to happen, but, like, how are we going to get there? I don't know. Right. I guess. So, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. It, like, oh, I love these books. I'm going to let Tilly talk before I talk. Tilly! <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know why I never read these books before. My sister was obsessed with them. Um, they seem like exactly the kind of books I would have really gotten into as a kid. I don't know what was going on with me personally that I didn't read them until now. <laughs> but I had such a fun time. Um, it really reminded me of the uh, DJ McHale Pendragon series, which Nikki, I think you also <gasps> yes! read. Oh my god, um, I that would be like my high school pick, I think. <gasps> oh, that's like, a great pick. Yeah. They're so, so good. good. It's, it's kind of similar vibes of like kind of an urban fantasy um, with like stuff going on and the, the main character is like just a normal kid and then all of a sudden he gets sucked into like the underworld and there's all these other realities that he has to contend with. Mm -hmm. um, also really great books and I really loved those when I was younger. So this kind of gave me similar vibes. This one was so comedic. Mm -hmm. I loved the like cheeky narration. I thought it was so funny. The chapter headings made me crack up. They were so hilarious. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, I just I, re I really enjoyed like Kelly was saying, kind of seeing Rick's interpretation of the Greek gods. It felt really creative. Mm -hmm. um, it was really um, like fast paced. So much happened. Yeah. It truly felt kind of like a heist, even though once again, it was not because they were <laughs> returning something that was stolen rather than stealing something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much guessed the ending immediately. Like it was, I found it pretty predictable, but I think that's me being 30 and reading this. Uh, I think I would have really thought it was like a mystery when I was younger. And I definitely would pick up more of the series uh, just for like a light read because I had so much yeah. fun reading it. I have four out of five. Wait, nice. which part did you guess? I guess that Luke was the the like working with Kronos. <gasps> really? I guess that like pretty much immediately. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I was so upset. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was so scared it was going to be Annabeth. And I was like, no, don't do that. Don't make it be her. And then it was Luke and I liked him. Well, you're not mm. going to like him if you read the second book, because <laughs> he gets mean. Oh, no. Maybe I will like him. No, I won't like him. <laughs> I do like a villain sometimes, but yeah, no. <laughs> I yeah. didn't remember how young the first book is written. Mm. Like, reading it again, like, the way the narration style of, like, Percy's character, I was like, oh, that's interesting, but also, as you read the books, he isn't, like, 12 in all the books. Mm -hmm. The series ends when he's, like, 16. So you, like, grow with him. Yeah, so he yeah. gets okay. older each book, 
and it really does like show like the next summer and like whatever all of that stuff so I guess that's kind of a thing when you your series they stay the same age in Chasing Vermeer interesting yeah I'm not 100% sure I I think they don't get that much older right so that's something you have to think of when you're writing for an age group like that Mm-hmm. Am I writing for this age group or am I writing for this like generation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So am I going to make my characters get older so those people will keep enjoying it? Or am I going to pocket myself in and they're going to be 11 and then when those kids are 15, they're not going to want to read the books yeah. anymore. I was like, oh, I never really thought about that. But I yeah. did really like that about the series that he, it, the writing matures. Okay. with percy cool. which is cool that's good to know yeah. what did you rate it <laughs> i rated it a five because Shocker. i loved it and why would i pick it if i didn't rate it a five right? That's right. <laughs> but yeah i don't know i can't even remember my first time reading this book i just feel like it was always around Aww. and i love the series so much we were talking in the Chasing Vermeer episode about um, reading these books again and learning stuff about yourself. Mm. And I can remember reading these and being like, I hate Annabeth and she's so annoying. And I was reading them and I was like, she is me. It is me. Oh, no. Ooh, like how she's like so mean to him at the beginning. And I'm like, oh, that's me. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> You know, I saw Annabeth, I kept thinking about Harry Potter because, yeah. you know, similar kind of idea in a sense and like set up in terms of characters. Mm-hmm. But I liked that, you know, I don't think Percy is Harry at all. I think no. he's more kind of like Ron. Mm-hmm. Grover's like Hermione. And Annabeth, I'm not sure. Maybe Harry. I don't know. But um, that's so funny that you said that. Yeah. Yeah, do you think I liked you Annabeth. have always been Annabeth, or do you think you learned from Annabeth and became? No, her? I think I was just a mean kid. Oh, <laughs> like I don't think she was that mean. Like no. not mean, but like she has this like guard up. Like she's not gonna yes. let you. She's not gonna just be nice to you because you're new or whatever. Like you have to earn her respect and her trust mm. and stuff. And mm. I was really like that. Like I was really good at the kind of like one-liner kind of like soft insult quips (laughs) (laughs) and reading reading this back now i was like oh god like because i really didn't like her when i was younger and i'm like wow i used to say shit like that to people (laughs) (laughs) well i liked her (laughs) i liked her too i thought she was fierce i thought she was like a little badass and percy was kind of a little jerk so sometimes so yeah it's fine that she told him off (laughs) yeah also if i was annabeth and this freaking chosen one came in out of nowhere i would also be pissed Mm -hmm. yeah indeed (laughs) who the heck are you what do you think you're doing she's been waiting for her quest for so long yeah does he even like feta and he's like the son of this huge Greek god. <laughs> Does he even like Feta? I don't like Feta. I didn't know where that was going in the beginning. I was like, what? I thought you were going to say something like he's the son of like a sea 
the like the god of the sea and i'm like what does that have to do with cheese <laughs> salty get with it nikki right oh can my god. we talk about the name grover <laughs> yeah how are we supposed to take someone seriously when their name is grover i like they it. just like they the love muppets. they love trees and stuff he's in the grove i guess it's oh, I, oh. <laughs> I would have liked to bet his name was like Briar or something. I don't know. I think Grover is a silly name. I liked, I kept thinking of Grover from Sesame Street. And I was like, Uh, I like it. It fits. uh, (laughs) I I liked his character. I was just like, his name was so silly to me. Yeah, that's true. He was silly, though. He was silly. Yeah. yeah. There was a line about how he couldn't he couldn't play the reed pipes very well and he only knew how to play like a box song and Hillary Duff so yesterday. Yes. Yes. Like cracked up. I thought that was so funny. I was like, oh my god, because I had no idea that was in there, and I was so excited. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah. Hillary Duff, I love Hillary Duff. And it's like, I love that that's in there because it's so of the time when the book yes. was right? out. I'm like, <laughs> well, it's like you can see like Rick driving his kids to like soccer practice and yeah. they're listening to that song for like the 20th time in a row. And he's like, oh my god, <laughs> I need to put this in the book. So funny. <laughs> Another standout moment, not in a good way, at the very, very beginning. Uh-oh. I don't remember her name. The bully eating ketchup and peanut butter sandwiches. Oh, oh. uh, Nancy Boba Fett or something. Yes. Yeah, what also was that? Peanut name? butter That's and ketchup funny. sandwich. Disgusting. Disgusting. Like, ew. Yeah. yeah. I did find it strange that many of the bullies were, like, women in this book. I was like, what is going on with this? Why is this a trend? It was like her and then like Clarice, Clarice or Clarissa or somebody. Yeah. The Aries's kid. And, and I was like, why why do we why do we hate women? I kind of like this it, moment. I don't know if it was guys. like a hate women. It was like bullies are always dudes. That's true. Yeah. So like maybe it was just like, let's dish it another way. Yeah. And yeah. it was like cool to see like all these women like could totally just take him down. Like, true. Oh, yeah. He was nothing. Clarice could crush him. And girl bullies are really scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's also true. <laughs> yeah. Bullies in general, yep. but like, yeah. Girls pre-teen, are worse. Pre-teen girls. Yeah. If they decide they don't like you. Oh. It's a different beast. Yeah. Yep. Like, would I rather face off a minotaur or <laughs> a girl? Or Clarice? I don't yeah. know. Hello, Clarice. At least the Minotaur is not going to spread rumors around about you. True. <laughs> yeah. Or make you shave your legs before you even thought you had to start shaving. Not like I'm maybe speaking that was from it. experience. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh my god. Okay, whoa. Maybe, but maybe that was it that was bothering me is because they didn't feel like actual girl bullies that I knew. Mm, they were like right. pushing his head in the toilet. And I'm like, I don't think. That's how it worked in middle school with girl bullies. But that's just my experience. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe if your dad was the god of war, it would be. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He was really think about that. Ares? Yeah, he was was cool. Well, like the way that he was like drawn, I guess, you know, like I like that he was like a motorcycle dude. Yeah, that makes sense to me. You know, grimy. I just yeah, I thought it was fun, but like yeah, not a nice guy. <laughs> I like yeah. when they describe... I was like, do you love Aries? <laughs> like, whoa. I like when they describe, like, he takes his sunglasses off and there's only fire there. There's, like, no eyeballs. It's just, yeah. like, f- the pits of, like, fire and stuff in his eyes. Yeah. It's like, oh. 
<gasps> so I got to ask, because I haven't seen the movie, but I was like looking through when I was like partway through the book. I was like, I got to know who played all these characters. Yeah. Is the movie worth it? Okay. I, I love the first movie. Okay, great. I really like it. Is it good like this? No. And it <laughs> it leaves out a cool. lot of okay. stuff. Right. But the cast makes it really worth it. Like, great. I don't even remember who played Ares, but you have um, Pierce Brosnan yeah, as Chiron. Yeah. Um, wow. Stanley Tucci's in it. I don't know <gasps> if he's in this one or the next one. He plays uh, Dionysus. Oh, my God. Um, Logan Lerman as yeah. uh, Percy. Isn't who the else? guy... Oh, the the redheaded doctor from Grey's Anatomy is Poseidon. I forgot yeah. his name. Really? Yeah, he's uh he's Poseidon. Uh Sean Bean is Zeus. Um stacked. Well, stacked. The guy, he's gonna die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy from that movie, the British guy, he plays Hades. Rosario Dawson's in it. She plays Persephone. Wait, what guy oh. from what British movie? <laughs> he, he, I don't know. There's a song about Jesus in it and Okay, you're really not narrowing it down here. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to look up the name. Okay. You'll, because you'll I know, know who there's I also mean. a new mini series coming out or like a, a TV, TV series, show. right? That just got announced. Yes. That, so that's I think, exciting because I know some people didn't like the movie or like it wasn't as well. Were there two of them, the movies? Yeah. The second movie is like so bad. Oh, oh really? No. Is it the effects or what? It's just like everything. The mm. The second book was quite fun. Okay. But it um, it just like it didn't hit. It's Steve mm. Coogan. This guy, Steve Coogan. Oh no, he's just a a pale face with hair. <laughs> One second, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure I'd recognize him. Oh, oh yeah, who does That's he play? Hades. Hades. Okay. Oh, he's in a bunch of things. Yeah. Interesting. What were you thinking of the British movie with the song about Jesus? I can't remember one second. Okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, cool. I know there's a Broadway musical, and that didn't do well in terms of like the ticket sales. Well, that but... makes sense. I feel like this doesn't translate very well to theater. I mean, it's like, how do you do? I mean, yeah. I think you could find a way because it is based off of all these Greek myths, which I mean, greeks and theater right like there could right. be a way to do it i don't know how but i've heard that fans of the book who didn't like the movie really liked the musical because they thought it stuck close oh, to the source material right but i haven't listened or watched it so i don't mm -hmm. know and now that i've read the book i could so i could see what's going on yeah yeah I, yeah, I, I had such a great time reading the book. I really loved the whole like Medusa, the like garden gnome emporium yeah. scene. That was so fun <laughs> to me because it kind of like um, not tricked me, but I didn't know where it was going mm -hmm. when it was like Auntie M's garden gnome emporium. I was like, oh, who's this going to be? Because I, you know, knew about I, I have like a base, basic knowledge of Greek gods yeah. and monsters and stuff, but I, I wasn't expecting it to to go in that direction it really oh. kind of like spooked me and it was so yeah. fun uma yeah. thurman plays medusa in the movie Ooh, yeah and she like does this thing and she takes off her glasses and she goes son of poseidon i used to date your daddy <laughs> yeah it was like crazy the but yeah the movie is not great but 
I don't know if it's because I saw it when I was so young that I didn't have like, or if I saw it far enough away from reading the books. Also, I was really in love with Logan Lerman. Also, we can like things that aren't good. That's oh, for fine. sure. It's like half my life. <laughs> <laughs> what What is good, really, if you think about it? like Good is subjective. Yeah, I'm probably going to watch the movie later tonight because I'm like, I yes. want to see it. <laughs> um, what's his name? Nathan Fillion? <gasps> he plays Hermes in the second movie. Oh, my God. <gasps> and he so works like for UPS. It. We gotta because watch it. <laughs> he's a god of the, L- like mail O-L. and stuff. Yeah, and that's very fun. Yeah, oh my god. that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> what was everyone's favorite part or part of this book? Tilly, do you want to go first? I mean, I think I already talked about the Medusa garden gnome scene. Oh, I think that would be like my favorite part. Okay, mm. what was my favorite part? I think my favorite part was well this isn't my favorite part but i do want to quickly say i was so shocked when his mom died right at the beginning oh, I was like she's or like kind dead. of died yeah. yeah it happened so fast she yeah. was transported yes yeah. i was like this can't happen i think my favorite part was when they went down below to the underworld mm. and oh, yeah. they had to like get through because there were so many like things going on and like fun things to learn and they had to get back up in the pearls like the bubble thing and everything yeah that was a lot of fun nice yeah i think my favorite part is um when they go to get the shields for aries in Mm. the tunnel of love oh yeah that was fun (laughs) yeah that was a (laughs) lot of fun I kind of wish we spent more time and like maybe we get this in the later books, but like at the camp, because I feel like we were only there for like a chapter. And you do. And, okay, okay, good. Also, yeah. Half Blood, Camp Half Blood, we need a better name. Rick, <laughs> come on. Like, that is too on the nose. But Half Blood Hill, but I guess no one knows what it is except for them. I guess, but I'm like, why can't it be like a Greek word or something? Camp something. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Now, I was going to ask, like, do. Is there a sign out front? Do normal people see this sign and think, what is this? I don't think they can see oh. it, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think but, they yeah, can see anything. Question. I think it's just like a field or just trees that they see. Okay. Oh, so I can't see it? No. <laughs> well, also, Kelly, I don't think it's real. We don't know, Tilly. We don't, you're right, you're Did right. Did I go know. to upstate New York? I don't know. <laughs> I was really interested in the idea, too, sorry, this is like kind of an aside, but yeah. the whole, like, Greek gods just move wherever the, like, the the center of Western civilization is. Yeah. I thought that was, like, such an interesting way to kind of, like, put them into contemporary times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, you know, like, of course, now they, they're in New York. Like, it's the 600th floor of the Empire State Building is where they, is where Mount Olympus is. And, mm-hmm. you know, why did you didn't think that they would just like stay where they're not relevant, did you? And I was like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I really liked that. And I liked um, when he said, well, they've said this a few times in the book, but like, you know, mortals see what they want to see. So like, yeah. or they want to, they believe what they want to believe or what they can understand. Because Percy was asking these questions like, well, what about heaven? And what about this? What about that? And Rick was like, well, Rick, <laughs> the characters <laughs> were like, well, this and this and whatever you know like it just i thought it was a a good thing to put in there because also like yeah how do you explain to a kid who never really thought much about the greek gods and the myths just as a myth and now he's thrown into this right 
I think you had to have something to explain to this kid because kids want to know. What is yeah. this? Why? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And something I didn't remember was when he's like, what about God? And he's like, no, not God, the gods. Like, we're not talking about the metaphysical. And it's like, well, <laughs> you want to break that down for me a little bit more? Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he kind of like plays it in a way that if you have kids that are growing up in a house where their parents might be a little bit more religious or something they he kind of by doing that swept that whole thing like out of the conversation of being like well is this negating the fact that like the christian god is like a thing Mm -hmm. because he's like no we're talking about two completely different things this is this is completely separate from god altogether Mm -hmm. and i thought that was really clever yeah yeah yeah. yeah, I think there were a lot of clever, like, solutions that he found to things. I wouldn't say it was, like, perfect all the time, but it was definitely original, I felt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Also, he writes a lot of Goodreads reviews, Rick Riordan, and whenever yeah. I see him writing one, I'm like, oh, I trust you. Like, he writes great Goodreads reviews. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just feel like I see all of his books in the store and all the different series he has or, like, series that he has helped publish but other people have written. Yeah. And they just all look fun. I have yeah. Daughter of the Deep on my shelf by Rick Riordan, and I really want to read that, too. And it's about kids going to a school where they, like, deep sea dive and, like, it's a marine biologist specialty school or something. It oh, sounds cool. fun. It's giving me a magic school bus vibes. <laughs> nice. And I, yeah, he just seems like such a fun, imaginative guy and gives me, <laughs> I don't know these people, but... He makes me think of Neil Gaiman in a way because he just, yeah. Yeah. you know, the creativity. Yeah, he's very creative. He's got stories to tell. And he just, you can tell, I think, when an author really loves what they do. Yeah. And I think he really loves what he does. And it shows. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Thank you so much for joining us in our second episode of our Childhood Favorites miniseries. Next time, we're going to be focusing on one of Tilly's favorite books, Wild Magic by Tamara Pierce. So if you want to join us for some more fantastical childhood fun, please tune in to our next episode. And until then, keep on drinking in great stories. Cheers! Next time on the Bring Your Own Book podcast. Each year at the end of March, a great fair was held in Korea, the capital of Gala. (laughs) 